Wow, I really should be studying right now. But honestly, this is a better use of my time, so it's fine. Hey guys, welcome back to the One Woman Show. I'm your host, Bia, and today we're going to be talking about books. I am so sorry. I haven't posted an episode in more than a month. Um, I've just been trying to, I've been working on this, um, episode that I'm so excited about. Um, but I was like, okay, like, I need to get something out before that. Like, it's, it's already been a month. So, um, that's why I'm doing this episode about books, which I'm also very excited about. But I'm so excited about the one I have after this. Oh my god. Okay, so basically the, uh, the one I have after this, um, is going to be about like how to like survive school slash how to romanticize school so like first we gotta get the survive part before we go to the romanticizing part but like basically in that um episode i'm gonna be putting in like i'm gonna be putting in pieces of advice and like study study um study tips and just like school tips in general and yeah um right now i am studying for like a bunch of different tests that i have next week and kind of miserable right now honestly because i really don't want to be studying um but yeah okay so basically in this episode i'm going to be talking about my favorite books like my all-time favorite books i'm going to be talking about the books i've read so far this year and i'm also going to be talking about my favorite writers and i might add some other stuff in between but i don't know we'll just see how it goes i hope you guys enjoy and yeah let's just get right what was about to say let's just get right started doesn't make sense Oh, oh my god okay the lang- my language is just getting all mixed up okay let's get started right away no what, what is the word i'm looking for okay so first off i'm gonna be talking about the books i've read so far this year and what i thought about le- them like what the rating was and yeah just like everything like that okay so i am starting so I'm going to start, like, counting the books I read each year and, like, kind of, like, rating them and giving them, like, little, like, scores, I guess, because my cousin does that a lot, and then I was like, you know what, maybe I should do that for 2022, and then, anyways, yes, so my goal this year is to read 40 books, like, more than 40 books, um, and I think that's doable because so far, I think I've read one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah, I've read nine books so far this year, so I think that 40 books will be doable, um, so yeah, because the, I think the average, it says that I looked it up and it said the average American reads 12 books, I think that that statistic was done by people who, like, have, like, full-time jobs and stuff like that, because, like, yeah, they probably have, like, less time to, like, actually, like, read and stuff like that, anyways, so, The first book that I read this year was called More Happy Than Not. So this book, it was good. I gave it a three. Okay, so I'm going to go over my rating system. So five stars. Like, this book is amazing. Like, all-time favorite book. I'm I'm definitely going to reread it. Like, I love this book so much. Four stars is, this is a really good book. And then, but like, this is a really good book, but like, I probably won't read it again. Three stars would be like, it was a good book but like I didn't necessarily like really like it it was like a it was a fine book two stars is like it it wasn't good like I didn't like it one star was it was the worst book like absolutely ever (laughs) okay so um like I was saying um the first book that I read this year was called more happy than not so more happy 
more happy than not is a book by adam silverum i'm not really sure like what way that name is pronounced because i'm not sure where he's from and stuff like that anyways so um more happy than not explores uh, so this is a quote by him that says it explores the possibilities of war of a world where death and life can be forgotten roles rewritten and the broken hearts mended this is a story not of just a young man coming out but a dramatic and heart-wrenching story of first loves for heart first heartbreaks grief and the quest for happiness so this book was okay like i don't know like i just don't think it was really like the t- like like the, the the plot wasn't really like the type of I guess the type of reading that I like doing, I guess. So yeah, I didn't really enjoy it that much, but it was like a good book. Like it was it was it was good. Um so what I really liked about this book is that it did have LGBTQ plus representation and it also had um Latin American um representation and I've noticed that like I really like this author and a lot of his books do have that, which is really great because I personally don't see a lot of books with latin american representation i don't know why i just like i never really come across books with latin american representation so i was very glad that that book had that so yeah it was like a good book i think like it was good just like the like the plot i guess wasn't really the stuff that i'm into so then i read november 9th and this was a really good book like it had such a great concept i gave it a four stars um it had a good concept but, like, I don't know, like, if I would necessarily, like, read it again. But it, w- it was a good book. This book was by Colleen Hoover. And I, I do like her books. They're very good. So, the book, this book is about... So, okay. I'm going to just read the, 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 the Goodreads, like, um, thing that this book is about. Like, this when it, like, shows you what book is about. Because I always, like, act, like, I always feel like I need to spoil the book. But, like... Because, like, I don't know, like, the interesting parts are, like, the spoilers. I don't know. So I'm, I'm just going to read it from here so, it is, so I don't spoil anything. A falcon meets Ben, an aspiring novelist, the day before her scheduled cross-country move. Not, like, cross-country, com- like, the running, but, like, cross-country as in, like, she's, like, moving, like, across the world, basically. <laughs> not, not across the world. It's literally why it's called a cross-country, Bia. Not across the world. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cross-country. Not across the world, as it literally states. Anyways um their untimely attraction leads them to spend falcon fallon's last day in la together and her eventful life becomes creative inspiration ben has always sought for his novel so basically i don't really think that explains a lot but basically so this girl um comes to a restaurant to meet with her dad which was the cause of her like a big scar across her face because he let the house catch on fire with her in it and like he didn't like rescue her i guess um so then she's always had kind of like this resentment for her father for like not rescuing her and stuff like that and she has she was an actress before this happened and then her father was like okay like we can't you can't be an actress anymore because of your face and then she was like and and then she was like okay but like whose fault is this like kind of like because i think they they don't really have a good bond even before the fire but now it's worse because he because like the aspect that she's looking at it is that he he kind of ruined her lifelong dream of being an actress and now she thinks she's not gonna be able to do this because of her face and like other people not wanting the lead role or like i don't know like the actress to have this big scar across her body um because of this fire but anyway so then like fallon is in the cafe the day that she talks sorry not fallon sorry ben is in the 
is in the also why are guys names in novels always so basic like ben i'm sorry like ben anyways i'm sorry for all the bens listening to this love you but your name is bad sorry ben anyways it's not that it's bad just use a lot anyways the point is um i do like blaine fallon though it's a cool name anyways um so yeah so ben is in this like cafe restaurant i don't remember the day that she talks to her father and then they spend a day together and stuff like that and then they uh, they like each other so then ben is like so then i don't know which one of them suggests this but they're like okay we're gonna meet every day in the same place for the next and okay sorry sorry sorry. this like story is getting all over the place so then so fallon was like so so basically they want to like basically like get married i don't know but fallon's like i don't think like i'm ready to do this decision like so soon like i think i should wait i think it was like 23 she was like i want to wait until i'm 23 because that feels like a good time to make a decision like this then he's like okay will me in and she's like i don't want my life to stop because of this like romance i guess like i don't want my life to stop because of ben so then Ben's like, okay, um, what, what, what about we meet like every, like every, every year, for the next five years, in the same cafe, but we don't, ha- we don't, we can't keep in contact with each other, any other the, the any other of the days like other than the, that one day once a year, so then they agree to do that, and then it's kind of just like following them along, it's just following them along on that journey kind of and then at the end oh my god the end it's crazy like i was not expecting it like the last like 20 pages 30 pages maybe was insane i was like damn like this book just got interesting um but yeah so that was a really good book i gave it a four because like it's not like the best book i've ever read but it was really good so there's and then i also read this book called here's to us which I think is a sequel, or maybe it's the start of the series. Wait, let me search it up. Here's to us. It's either the sequel or the first one, I don't remember. Oh, that's a song. No. Okay, here's to us book. I don't remember if it's the sequel or the... Okay, the first book is What If It's Us, and the second book is Here's to Us. So I'm going to be talking about What If It's Us, because I don't want to spoil Here's to Us. Um, but th- it's it's a sequel. And I, I did also give What If It's Us five stars in my... Oh, f- sorry. What Here's to Us is five stars for me. Um, what If It's Us. But I'm going to be talking about What If It's Us just because I don't want to spoil Here's to Us. Like, if you want to... If you read it, here, What If It's Us, and then want to read Here's to Us. Okay. Sorry. That was, that was chaotic. Okay. So, I'm going to read the... I'm going to read the... What is it called thing? gonna read the thing on goodreads because i don't want to completely spoil the book anyways arthur is only in new york for the summer but if broadway has taught him anything it's that the universe can deliver a show-stopping romance when you least expect it ben and then this is the new character ben thinks that the universe needs to mind its business if the universe had its back he wouldn't be on his way to the post office carrying a box of his ex-boyfriend's things but when ben and arthur meet meet cute wait what does it mean oh right like when ben and arthur meet cute at the post office what exactly does universe have in store for them maybe nothing after all they got separated maybe everything after all they get reunited but what if they can't quite nail a first date or a second first date or a third first date 
What if Arthur tries too hard to make it work and Ben doesn't try hard enough? What if life isn't really isn't like a Broadway play? But what if it is? So this book was so good. Like I think like it was just like so like cute how they just like kept finding each other. Like they lost each other and they found each other. I thought that was very cute. And um I did also like the this is by the same author, Adam Silvera. Silvera, I'm not sure. Um and I did like that it had um Puerto Rican representation. And I think it had Cuban representation. No, Cuban representation was in, uh, what was the book that I said before about him? More happy than not. But I really liked the Latin representation in his books. So yeah, this book was so sweet. And also, I think my favorite character was the best friend of Ben. He was so funny. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but like his humor cracked me up every time. Oh, I think that, because like, basically, I read this book at 5 a.m. when my flight was at 7, like, just recently, um, maybe two months ago or something, and I was cracking up, like, the entire time, it was hilarious, and then I think it might have just been because I was so delusional because it was so early, but it was so funny, but anyway, so yeah, um, what if his thoughts got five stars, but here's us is a sequel, and it also got five stars, but I don't, I'm not gonna read the thing for the sequel because I don't want to spoil it, okay, so the next one is It Ends With Us. Let me insert someone up too so I can get the um summary. Not summary, sorry, um the thing Bob. Forget what it's called. Okay, so Oh, this one, um, um just for this summary, it does mention um this this book does mention um what is it called? Sorry, wait, I'm blanking on the word. This book mentions, like, abuse between relationships, like, physical abuse. So if that's something that triggers you, don't read it because it is mentioned quite a lot. Um, but, yeah, just, like, a quick trigger warning for this book. Anyways, okay, so It Ends With Us is a book that follows a girl named Lily who has just moved and is ready to start her life after college. Lily then meets a guy named Ryle and she falls for him. As she is developing feelings for Ryle, Atlas, her first love, reappears and challenges the relationship between Lily and Ryle. I think, like, in this, like, summary, it feels like just, like, your regular, like, romantic book, I guess. But it's, like, I think it's got much more depth, depth than that. Because, like, the story about Atlas, like, she goes back and reads her diaries and, like, finds, like, the connection she has with Atlas and all that stuff. And then she connects her relationship with Ryle with her mother's relationship with her father. And it's a really good, um... It's a really good book. I don't wait. What did I give this book? I think I gave it four stars. Yes, I gave it four stars because it was a really good book, but it, I wouldn't like. It's not like my favorite, favorite, favorite book. So yeah, okay. So the next book that I read was called Reminders of Him. I gave this book three stars because it was good, but like, it was good, but like I don't know. Like I, it was good, but it was just not great. Okay, let me go to Goodreads so I can get the, what is it called? Okay, after serving five years in prison for a tragic mistake, Kenna, wait, sorry, Kenna Rowan returns to the town where all went wrong, hoping to reunite with her four-year-old daughter, but the bridges Kenna burned are proving impossible to rebuild. Everyone in her daughter's life is determined to shut Kenna out, no matter how hard she works to prove herself. So yeah, um... Yeah, this book is about this mother who is in prison for, um, accident, like, she didn't kill, like, she's in prison for murder, but she didn't actually kill this person, so she's in prison for murdering her boyfriend, 
um but then she was pregnant and didn't realize it and that's why she like she said she was like in a really bad place and that's why she took that's why she she pled guilty so she was like you know what like i'm in a really bad place like i'm gonna be worse if i'm not in prison but then she found out she was pregnant and um she didn't she doesn't have custody of her baby so her baby is with the boyfriend's parents and then just kind of her navigating like this world where she's she's like around this town where everyone knows who she is and like everyone knows what she did everyone's kind of hates her because they think she murdered him but yeah, okay, so the next one, I'm sorry that I'm like, I'm switching between these so fast, like, I'm just like, something really deep, and then it's like, okay, next, sorry, okay, so the next one is Regretting You, this one I gave three stars also, because, like, I just don't know, like, it was, it was fine, I mean, sorry, no, not fine, it was good, it was a good book, but like, it wasn't good enough, so okay, so basically, like, you know how like, four is like, a, a good book, like a really great book? not like a really great like a great book then five is like an amazing book that i love so much this was like a three it was a good book it was just but it was just good you know like there wasn't anything like it was just good okay so okay let me go to goodreads again okay found it morgan grants and her 16 year old daughter clara would like nothing more than to be nothing like morgan is determined to prevent her daughter from making the same mistakes she did by getting pregnant and married way too young Morgan put her own dreams on hold. Clara doesn't want to follow in her mother's footsteps. Her predictable mother doesn't have a spontaneous bone in her body. With, a, with warring personalities and conflicting goals, Morgan and Clara find it increasingly difficult to coexist. The only person who can bring peace to the household is Chris, Morgan's husband, and Clara's, and Clara's father, and the family anchor. But that peace is shattered when Chris is involved in a tragic and questionable accident questionable guys questionable keep that in mind <laughs> the heartbreaking and long-lasting it's not what you think it is like i, I do not just spoil the whole book by saying keep that in mind don't worry like it's not what you think it is um sorry chris and it when chris is involved in a tragic and questionable accident the heartbreaking and long-lasting consequences will reach far beyond far beyond just morgan and clara while struggling to rebuild everything that crashed around them, Morgan finds comfort in the last person she expects to, and Clara turns to the only boy she's been forbidden to see. With each passing day, new secrets, re resentment, and misunderstandings make mother and daughter fall further apart. So far apart, it may be impossible for them to ever fall back together. So yeah, that book was like, it was, it was good. It was a good book. I just didn't love it. That, like, I didn't really love it, you know? Okay, so next book. Sorry, let me go back to my notes app. I had to stop. That's you know, like the the reason why they're just like a little break is because I had to stop quickly because my grandmother wanted to show me something. But anyways, um, the next one is wait, which one was this one? Okay, the next one is Ugly Love. I kind of forgot what this one was about. So let me just search for break. Oh right, this one. Okay, let me go to Goodreads. Okay. When Tay Collins meets me air meets wait wait what when Tay Collins <clears throat> meets airplane pilot Miles Archer, she knows it isn't love at first sight. They wouldn't even go so far as to call themselves friends. The only thing Tay and Miles have is a an un wait why can I read it? The only thing Tay and Miles have in common is an undeniable attraction. 
Their arrangement could be surprisingly seamless as long as Taken stick to the only two roles Miles has for her. Never ask about the past and don't expect the future. They think they can handle it, but realize almost immediately that they can't handle it at all. Hearts get infiltrated and filtered. Um, promises get broken. Rules get shattered. Love gets ugly. And this book is by Colleen Hoover. Um, wait, let me double check about the rating that I gave this book. Because I'm kind of forgetting. It was, wait, why did I give it a four? Wait, what was this book even? I don't know why I gave it a four. I feel like I should have given it a three. Okay, I'm going to change my rating to a three. Um, yeah, this was like a, it was a good book. It, ju it was just, it was just good. Like, it was just fine. Okay. <laughs> that was quick. Sorry. I didn't, I don't really have much of an opinion on this book. It was fine. Like, you can read it. But, like, I don't know. It wasn't, like, necessary to, like, I don't know. It, it was fine. I enjoyed it. But, like, it wasn't good, good, you know? Okay. The next one we have. To, wait, how many do we have left? My time, my knowledge of time, my concept time. I don't know. It's going to be mixed up. Anyways. Okay. Next one is Eight Perfect Hours. Let me see. Eight Perfect Hours. Okay. This one is by Leah Lewis. I don't remember if this was trending on TikTok, but I think I might have found it by TikTok. Um, okay. In this romantic and heartwarming novel, two strangers meet in a chance in chance circumstances during a blizzard and spend one perfect evening together, thinking they'll never see each other again. But fate seems to have different plans. On a snowy evening on a snowy evening in March in March, 30-something Noelle Butter, Butter B, Butterby is on her way back from, event, from an event at her old college when a disaster strikes. With a blizzard of closing... With a, why can't I read properly today? Okay. With a blizzard closing off road, she finds herself stranded, alone, in the car, without food, drink, or a working charger her, for her phone. All, she seem, all seems lost until Sam Atwood... Atwood? Yeah, I think it's Atwood. A handsome American stranger who's also trapped in a nearby car knocks on her windows and offers her assistance. What follows is eight perfect hours together until morning arrives and the roads finally clear. The two strangers part, positive they'll never see each other again, but fate seems has a diff to have a different plan. As the tube keeps... Oh, this word I'm not going to say. Serendipulously. Ser wait, wait. Ser okay. Serendipitously. Serendipitously? That's definitely not it. Wait, let me let me go on. Let me go on Google so I can see. Serendipid. Okay, no. Let me just copy and paste that word because I don't. I'm gonna ask Siri for how to for help to say that word because I genuinely don't think I'm gonna be able to say that word. And I feel now like I need to say it, but I don't know how to say it. So I'm going to figure out how to say it because. Uh, because I do, and now I cannot find the word. Wait, where is it? Wait a second. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, right, sorry, I was in the second paragraph, I thought it was the first. Okay, let me go on Google, because, oh my god, <laughs> that word is complicated. Maybe this just me, and I just don't know how to say. Okay, let's ask Siri how to say this, because... Okay, let's, I'm gonna put you right next to the speaker. Wait, where is the speaker? Wait. Serendipitously. Okay, I think it's on the side. Serendipitously. So that's how you say that word. I don't know how to say it, but I'm just going to pretend I do. Okay. As the two keep serendipitously bumping into each other, they begin to realize that perhaps there truly is no such thing as coincidence. With plenty of charming twists and turns, Leah Lewis's bold standout voice, Jillian McAllister, author of The Good Sister. 
Okay, I guess I was go. I don't know. Eight Perfect Hours is a genuine, gorgeous, why can't I speak? Gorgeously crafted novel that will make you believe in the power of fate. So this book, I gave it, what did I give it again? I think I gave it a three, did I? Yes. Because, like, it was, like, really cute how they kept, like, randomly bumping into each other. But then, like, I don't know, there, they, it felt like there was nothing else to plot, which I guess is the whole point of romantic, like, novels but i think i'm getting sick of them and that's why i'm just annoyed at them because there's no plot other than that so it was a good book but like i don't know like i wouldn't read it again but i also like i'm not i don't hate it like i, I didn't like want to like crawl my brains out like the entire time i don't think that's an expression i really don't think that's an expression okay so next book is six months later so i read this book while i was like like in class actually because when I don't understand a thing that's going on, I just read the book. Because I was like, you know what, this makes no sense. I'm so confused and I'm just going to read the book. I'm just going to read this book on Sora. Which is like an online reading platform, I guess. Anyways. So, okay. This book, I gave it a four stars. Because, like, it had so much potential to be a five star book. Like, it had so much potential. But, like, I feel like it didn't live up to that potential. And I think the the like the romance part of that book just like kind of stole away with for the main plot and i really think like it could have been so so good but like it's just like that little piece of like there could have been something more but like there wasn't like i feel like the ending was a bit rushed and like the romance part just took away from the main part of the book and i didn't really enjoy that okay from the best-selling author, oh, this is by Natalie D. Richards, which I'm going to start reading more of her books because I did like the way she formatted this book and, like, the plot of this book. So right now I'm reading, what is it called again? Um, I think, oh, right, I'm reading We All Fall Down right now. I'm, I get annoyed. Like, why are books with, like, the, like a subplot is a romance? Like, the romance steals away, steals away from, like, the main plot. Like, I don't care about this romance. I'm just trying to figure out. Like, I just, I just want to, like, I just want to read this book, okay? I don't really care about your relationship with, what, what was her name? Blake. And, and what's the other guy's name? I don't like love triangles anymore. I feel like they're kind of frustrating me. And I'm like, I don't care. I just want to know the book, okay? Okay, sorry. That was a bit harsh. But anyways, for the best-selling author of teen suspense books, Natalie D. Richards comes up comes a phys- physiological thriller about a girl who wakes up with everything she's ever wanted but can't remember the last six months of her life perfect for fans of one of us is lying and if i stay i just recently watched a show of one of us is lying because i read one of us is lying i think in fifth grade or sixth grade and i really loved it but so i rewatched sh- i watched the show because i just recently came out what did you guys think of it because i'm having mixed opinions like I think it was good, but, like, it was just bleh. Like, it had, like, I don't know. I feel like it could have been done better. Also, the casting was not what I expected at all. Like, Bronwyn, like, Bronwyn, I don't know her name, was, like, she did not look exactly like how I met her because she looks very old in the show. I don't know why. She does not look like a high school student. She just looks like she's 35. Sorry, whatever the actress who plays Bronwyn is. No hate to you. You're a great actor, but just... Anyway, okay, let's continue. When Chloe fell asleep in study hall, it was the middle of May. When she wakes up, snow is on the ground, and she can't remember the last six months. Before, she's been a mediocre student. Now, she's on track for a valedictorian and being recruited by Ivy League schools. Before, she never had a chance with sports star Blake. Now, he's a boyfriend. Before, she and Maggie were inseparable. Now, her best friend won't speak to her. What happened to her? Remembering the truth could be more dangerous than she ever imagined. And, like, I think that... So, I hate that, like, this 
book right now like in this summary sounds bad like it does not sound good but like once the book starts developing it actually gets pretty good but I, I'm not gonna say that because or else like I'm not gonna say what makes it gets good because then I don't I don't want to spoil anything but like th- when they're realizing like what actually happened like why is she forgetting six months of her life it gets more interesting but I hate that like this like there's this like love triangle that steals away from the plot of the book and I don't, like, I think the it had so much potential, but, like, it just, it wasn't, I don't think it ended up on the, in the best that it could have been. Okay, so now I am going to start talking about the books that, uh, that are, like, just my favorite books, and then I'm going to talk about my favorite authors, and yeah, so I'll be right back, but first I want to read some, I want to read, uh, what is it called? Um, cause it has like a little features, like readers also enjoy it. So I want to just quickly look at that and then I'll go back. <laughs> okay. So, um, now we're going to start talking about my, just my favorite books, like of all time. Um, before I started talking about that though, I just want to mention that like, I, right now I am reading, I am like, I, okay. So the books that I want to read right now, damn it, I think I forgot the name. Um, wait, like, let me see. No. Okay, so the books that, like, I'm, I really want to read so far, not like I really, really, run, really want to read, it's just that the books that, um, I want to read, like, once I get access to them, I don't know, um, but th- these are not, like, the books that I'm, like, dying to read or else, like, I don't know. Okay, they're just, like, random books. Okay, so I want to read One Was Lost and Five Total Strangers. So, yeah, and then, and also, wait, do I want to read One Was Lost? I don't remember if I do. And also Gone Too Far, but I don't remember if I want to read One Was Lost. I kind of forgot if I want to read that or not. Wait, what was I talking about? Okay, whatever. The point is, okay, so I'm going to start with the most, my most recent, like, favorite book. Also, so I'm not going to include the one Here's to Us. Sorry, not Here's to Us. Um, The one that I included, that was the, 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 the book before Here's to Us. Um, because that one was one of my favorite books, but I'm talking to because I already talked about it, because it was a book that I read, um, well, technically, like, I didn't read that book this year, but I read the sequel this year, and I talked about the, not the, yeah, so I talked about the first book, like, re- like, just now, basically. Anyways, okay, so, the, my, one of my favorite books that I read, like, I think I read this in December, was They Both Die at the End. Oh my god, this book was literally amazing. I loved it so, so much. So much like I'm telling you I finished this in a day like tops it was so good and like I think I read it because of TikTok but like it was worth it honestly it was amazing like I cannot have this book like I cannot have this book what is it called any less like it was literally amazing okay I'm gonna read the um the the what is it called like blurb like I feel like that's what we use when we were like five about like a intro not an intro but like a description of what the book's about whatever I'm gonna read the thing that goes on Goodreads that like gives you a little bit about the book anyways okay Adam Silver reminds us that there's no life without death and no love without loss in this devastating yet uplifting story about two people whose lives changed over the course of one unforgettable day on September 5 a little after midnight death cast calls Mateo Torres and Rufus Emetrio to give them some bad news they're gonna die today Mateo and Rufus are total strangers, but for different reasons. But for different reasons, they're both looking to make a new friend on their last day, on their on their end day. Because basically, so basically in this like universe, 
um you get like a notification not like a notification but you get told if you're gonna like if you're gonna die kind of like the day that you die so like that entire day you can die like but sorry i'm not saying this well but basically someone calls so basically let's say i'm gonna die tomorrow tomorrow i would wake up and at some point in my day someone would call me and say like bia you're gonna die today and it's like in the next blank hours you're gonna die so then there's no way to like escape from that but basically there's an app that like you can if you don't have anyone to spend like your last day with you can make a friend like you can go on this app called a last friend so this so you can either look at people who are also i forget the word that they use it's called like something i don't know <laughs> um so then you can you can so then you can people do meet up with people that are also gonna die and you can also meet up with people that are not gonna die but they just want to help kind of you know like not kind of like i mean they just they just want to help you like i don't know like just have a great last day and this book was so heartbreaking because like they could have been soulmates they could have got married they could have had like two dogs i don't know but like they could have had such a future together and such a life together and they died at like 18 and 19 and it's so heartbreaking and i had like a bunch of dreams about like after i read this book about like the same situation happening with like one of my friends so i've had this dream about the situation happening with my brother about a situation happening with like one of my friends about a situation happening with another one of my friends and it's like it's so heartbreaking this story like it's so heartbreaking but it's amazing like it's such a good book but like i have been the same thing so i think i've like mentally scarred because of this book because like it was just like so heartbreaking to know that like they could have had such an amazing future together but like they didn't because they died and it's so heartbreaking like the way that um mateo dies it's so heartbreaking okay i'm gonna continue reading it okay sorry Mateo and Rufus are total strangers, but for different reasons, they're both looking to make a new friend on their end day. The good news, there's an app for that. It's called The Last Friend, and through it, Rufus and Mateo are about to meet up for one last great adventure, to live a lifetime in a single day. This book was so, 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 so good. Like, oh my god. It's like one of the best books I've read, like, that I can remember, I think. Like, it was amazing, and it was like, like, there was this one scene where, like, they were in a train. I don't remember where they were going. I think they were going to a concert. And then they were, like, kind of inventing the life they could have had. And they're like, oh, my God, that's the place where we got a tattoo. Like, that's the place where we did this. And then and then the, and then the other character is like, no, we didn't do that. That was the place where we did this. Then the other character is like, right, right. And it's, like, so heartbreaking because, like, they could have had such a life. And, like, they could have had such a great life. And, like, they could have had so, like... They could have had, like, they could have had, like, such an amazing story. And, like, they didn't because they died. And, like, along the book, like, along the way of the book, we're seeing, we're, we see, we see, um, like, we've, we, we meet new characters. And the characters intertwine with the main characters in some way. And I think it is really nice to, like, see about the new characters. Um... And yeah, so yeah, it's it's really it's really sad. It's a really sad book, but it's like so sweet and like heartbreaking at the same time. Like I never like I haven't I've never cried like while reading a book, but I was so close to crying this book. I was like, oh my god, it was very heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking. It, and like it kind of reminded me of the fact, like you know, like you know, like the worst kind of breakup is like when like the two people like 
they still love each other but they need a breakup kind of it kind of reminded me of that because i was watching a show called atypical and then um one of the characters i'm not gonna say who because i don't want to spoil it in case you're watching it um one of the characters had to break up with their partner and then and then but like they neither of them wanted to break up but they just did because it was like for the better i guess and like it kind of reminds me of this because like they obviously are like so like they're like meant to be together um but like they they kind of had to like in a way break up because even though they were never together but like they kind of had to like separate even though like they would have been so good together and they would have had such a great life together but yeah that just yeah it was that book is like ugh, it was so good but, like ugh, i've never been the same since i have not been the same since okay so anyways next one so one of my other like favorite books is one of us is lying this book i read like a few years ago i think i read it in sixth grade i'm pretty sure but like i don't think i should have been reading it in sixth grade because like it is like it's not like it just has like i think it was complicated and i didn't really understand it fully so i think i reread it in seventh grade or something so but the age rating in this one is wait this let me let me check actually also, I'm also going to check the age rating for They Both Died In. Age rate for one of us is like 14 to 17. So I probably shouldn't know. Because it does mention, like, death. So, like, in a very... and like Okay, so I, maybe I shouldn't have read that in fifth grade, but it's fine. Okay, so age rating of for They Both Died In. They Both Died In. It is 14 to 17 again. So I think it's probably good for, like just like teenagers in general these both these books i don't know anyway so i'm gonna go to what i was saying okay so goodreads so um this is this is the like thing i don't know why uh, like okay so i'm just gonna start reading it play close attention and you might solve this on monday afternoon five students at baywood high walk into detention bronwyn the brain is a yale bound and never breaks a rule addy the beauty is a picture-perfect homecoming princess Nate, the criminal, is already on probation for dealing drugs. Um, Cooper, the athlete, is an all-star baseball player. And Simon, the outcast, is the creator of Baywood's... No, not Baywood's. What am I saying? Bayville... Bayville High's notorious gossip app. Only, Simon never makes out of the classroom. Before the end of Simon's detention, Simon's dead. Sorry, I don't know why that sentence was so hard for me to get through. Oh, also, I think I read this in sixth grade, because I do remember reading this in a quarantine. Okay. Um, only, Simon never makes it out of that classroom. Before the end of detention, Simon's dead. And according to the investigators, his death wasn't an accident. On Monday, he died. But on Tuesday, he planned to post juicy reveals about all four of his high-profile classmates, which makes all four of them suspects in his murder. Or are they the perfect pasties for a killer who's still on the loose? Everyone has secrets, right? What really matters is how far you would you would go to protect them. And like when when you find out who did it, it's like like I don't think like I think a lot of people did predict it, but like it was just cool like how like it kind of came to life, like how the murder happened and like who murdered him and like just the way he died and stuff and it was interesting to see like all these pieces get tied together. Um okay, so um the next one that I really liked is one of us is next so i this is like kind of a sequel but like i guess you can like you can kind of oh wait actually i can't read the blurb of this because it is a sequel and it mentions the death of 
like how simon dies i'm not gonna read that but that was also a good book if you enjoyed one of us design but it does spoil the first book so don't read it before you read the the first book if you want to read the first book if you don't want to read it then go ahead i don't know i don't care <laughs> okay so this i'm really quickly gonna say two books that like i watched the movies of it but i wa- i read the books like too young so i couldn't fully understand it but i assume they're gonna be really great so recently i watched the movie the death on denial with my cousin and my grandmother and it was so good like i loved like the way like the the, the way it like tied up in the end like i i knew i i knew that who was gonna be the murderers but the way it got tied up in the end was so good like i just love the way this sorry this book is by Ag- agatha, agatha christie and the way like it um like the way she like she writes like this sorry i can't speak right now but like the way her her books are like the endings are so so good like she's such a talented um writer for these types of books because like the ending like is always like even if you know who did it the way they did it is always so unexpected and it's so like kind of thrilling to figure out how they did it and like get kind of a run through so i read death and denial when in 2019 but, like, I think since the way she writes is more, like, sophisticated, I guess, I did not understand a thing that was going on. I stopped in the middle of the book, so I was like, I can't understand this. Like, this makes no sense. So, I read this in the summer, and since, so I went to, like, a library. Why isn't this making any sense? Okay, so basically, I got this in a library in the summer. So then, when I flew back to London, I didn't continue reading it. The next summer, I tried reading it again and yeah so and then i never finished reading it but anyways so like i think just like at that point like the language that it like that language like that she used was just too like complex i guess for me to understand but the movie i watched it and it was so good so i assume the book is very good so if you want to read that book i i'm like positive that book's gonna be amazing i really love agatha christie's book she's a very good writer for murder mysteries okay anyways let's continue so um Another book that I really like is Good Girl, Bad Blood. Let me see. I also read this in 6th grade, but I don't think, like, it's not, like, okay, let me see the age range. Good Girl, Bad Blood. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. Sequel to Good... Uh, a Good Girl's Guide to Murder is, like, the first book. Okay, let me see. A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. I don't really remember what this book is about, but I remember really enjoying it. To Murder. Okay. And then I'm going to search up age range. Age range. Okay, ages 14 and up says um, this random library place. I don't know. Okay. So, let's go on Goodreads. The case is closed five years ago. Schoolgirl Andy Bell was murdered by Sal Singe. I'm not sure but okay the the oh, okay the case is closed five years ago schoolgirl Andy Bell was murdered by Sal the police know he did it everyone in town knows he did it but having a grown up in the same small town that was consumed by the murder um Pippa isn't so sure when she chooses the case as a topic for her final year project she starts to uncover secrets that someone in the town desperately wants to stay hidden. And if the real killer is out there, how far will they go to keep hidden from the truth? I don't even remember who the killer was this, because it was like so long ago that I read it, but I remember it was so good that like, I really enjoyed it. Okay, so. 
Okay, sorry. Okay, I kind of got zoned out. Okay, so the next two books, I'm trying to remember if there was other, like, really amazing books that I read. Um, I don't remember. I don't think, I don't think, I think those are, like, the main ones that are, like, more recent. So, okay, so the next, I guess, three books, it's just kind of, like, a comfort series that I just keep rereading, even though, like, it's, it's bad, like, it's a bad book, sorry, but it's just not great. And this is... <laughs> and this is it's not okay it's not a bad book it just like it's kind of a bland book like it's just like there it's like just your average like romance book it just it just kind of there but it, i don't know why but like it was such a big comfort book to, for me i i read it in sixth grade but i could just keep rereading it like every year like over and over and over again i don't know how many times i read it i probably read it like each book around like nine times or eight times or something but anyways these books are what are they called again um, what is it called? Wait, let me search it. Oh, right. To all the boys I've loved before. Okay, so these books, like, they're not, like, a particularly, like, amazing book, but, like, it was, like, a good, like, comfort book, I guess. Like, it was, like, a nice book. Also, the third movie is nothing like the third book, just saying. Um... Let me go. The boys are for good reads. So, like, this is just, like, not, like, a book that I necessarily, like, recommend, recommend. But, like, it was just, like, a comfort book that, that I don't know, that I just want to share, I guess. Okay. The Other Boys I've Before is the story of Laura Jean. Um, oh, sorry. Sorry, I mean the story of Laura, Laura Jean, who has never openly admitted her crushes, but instead wrote each boy a letter about how she felt, sealed it, and hid it in a box under her bed. But one day, oh, I actually have two more books that were, like, my favorite books. I completely forgot about them. Okay, sorry. Bye, Laura Jean. I'll be back. Sorry, Laura Jean. I don't know why I keep saying Laura Jean. It's not Laura Jean. It's Laura Jean. Anyways, this book was so good. Okay, the, okay, the next book. So, okay, so the book that, like, I've read recently, I think I read this in November or October, is called Cinderella is Dead. This book was so, so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why I enjoy it so much, but it was such a good book. This book is by Carolyn Bayron. Bayron? Bayron? I don't know. Um, but you know what's funny? It's because basically every summer I go to this town in Millbrook. Um, it's in the, it's in Dutchess County. It's in like the, it's upstate New York. And um, there's a library there that I always go to. And then this lady was like talking, she was like, you should read this book. Like, like, you know, the author lives by here sometimes and she's done like book signings here before. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I don't know. I'm not really interested in the book, but like that sounds cool. And then I completely forgot about this book. But then in November, I found this book like in a shelf. And I completely forgot about this was the book that the library recommended to me like a few months ago. So then I read it and it was so good. Like this book was amazing because like the first part of the book, I was bored. I was really bored. I was like, this book is boring. When is it going to get cast up? I think it's the first like 50 or 70 pages. And usually after 50 or 70 pages, if the book is still boring, I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I hate this. (laughs) Okay. And that feels a bit harsh. But like still like. But, okay, basically, I'm going to go on Goodreads. And this writer, I think, is, like, kind of, like, a new writer. I think this first book was um, was created, published in July 2020. So, it was, what is it called? So, she's, like, a recent, a recent writer. I think she's posting the next book of another one of, okay, sorry. So, she was supposed to Cinderella's Dead and also... Um, what is the other book that she's posted? Um, the Poison Heart. 
And she's going to post the next one called This Wicked Fate. So anyways, um... Okay, so the Poison Heart was, like, good. But, like, I, it, it was a great book. I'll give it four and a half stars, maybe. But I did enjoy Cinderella's Dead much more. Anyways. Okay. It is over 200 years after Cinderella found her prince. But the fairy tale is over. Teen girls are now required to appeal, appear... Why do I say appeal? Appear at the annual ball where the men of the kingdom select wives based on a girl's display of finery. If a suitable match is not found, the girls not chosen are never heard from again. Sixteen-year-old, why am I not speaking properly? Sixteen-year-old Sophia would much rather marry Aaron, her childhood best friend, and then parade in front of suitors. At the ball, Sophia makes a desperate decision to flee and finds herself hiding in in Cinderella's. What is this word? Maul, wait, M A U S O L E U M. Mausoleum. I don't know, but I think it's like the the childhood house that Cinderella used to live at. Okay, there she meets Constance, the last known descendants of Cinderella, and her stepsisters. Together, they vow. Last known descendant of Cinderella and her stepsisters. Not like she meets the stepsisters also, like she's um. Constance is the descendant of Cinderella and her stepsisters. Okay, sisters. What am I talking about? Okay, <sighs> together they vow to bring down the king once and for all. And in the process, they learn that there is more to Cinderella's story than they ever knew. This fresh take on a classic story will make readers question the tales they've been told, and root for girls to break down the constructs of the world around them. This book, like I cannot recommend it enough. It was so good. I I do think I enjoyed more they both die at the end just because it was more like heart-wrenching i guess but like this book was also amazing um so yeah like i think like you can't like it, it just it look it doesn't okay it's better than it seems i keep saying that but like just like if i say what makes it so good it's gonna spoil it so i can't but like it's crazy like, like oh my god like the last like 50 pages are so good like when it gets to the middle to the end the middle to the end is amazing like it's so good like the first part it's good it's fine the middle to the end is amazing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this. Like, so much. I don't know. But anyway, it was it was a really good book. I really recommend it. And Poison Heart is also pretty good. I think I read it. I read it in December, like late December. I read this and like, and it was good. It was really good. I just enjoyed Cinderella instead more. And there is gonna be a sequel to, the Poison Heart. It's called This Wicked Fate. I think. Um. Anyways. So, I think, let me see the age range for this one also. It's probably going to be, I bet you it's going to be um, 14, 17 again. Age range for Cinderella is dead. And then, like, find, like just finding out more about, like, it's, it's insane, it's crazy. Okay, this one is 13 to 17, and it's it's very good. It's really good. It's really good. Like, ah, it's so annoying because, like, I can't tell you guys why it's so good because it also spoils it. But it's, it's very good. Also, I think I just got a mosquito bite on my ear, which is very uncomfortable. Okay, so the now I just remember that I have two comfort series that I want to share with you. So first, I'm just going to continue talking about To All the Boys I Love Before. Okay, To All the Boys I Love Before is a story about how Laura Jean... Why are you saying Laura? Laura Jean, who has never... Okay, I'm going to skip this because I already read it. But one day, Laura Jean discovers that somehow her secret box of letters has been mailed, causing all her crushes from her past to confront her about the letters. Her first kiss, the boy from summer camp, and even her sister's ex-boyfriends, Josh. John, Josh, why am I saying Josh? 
as she okay this is what i was talking about like why are the guys names are so basic josh are you kidding and there's also peter is the other name and lucas is the other name like wow okay continuing um and john is the other name wow these names are basic god someone needs to like fix this anyways um as she learns to deal with her past love face to face Lara jean discovers that something good may come out of these letters after all so it's not necessarily like a good book it's good but like i don't know it's like i'll give it maybe a four because like it's good but like it's just a comfort book that's why i like love it so much okay so this one, so another comfort series that I like really enjoyed. I read this in sixth grade, and um, I read I reread this until last summer. I don't think I've read it like before. Like sorry, I re- I don't think I've read it since last summer. But it was it, it's a very good book. I think that even now, like I pro- probably would give it a four and a half because it was a really good book. Okay, so for thirty five girls, the selection is a chance of a lifetime. The opportunity to escape the life laid out for them since birth, to be swept up in a world of glittering gowns and the priceless jewels, to live up, to live in a palace and compete for the heart of gorgeous Prince Maxon. But for America Singer, being selected is a nightmare. Wait, I just figured, I just, I just realized it. America Singer and she sings. No, she doesn't sing. She plays the violin. Does she sing? I don't think she sings. Wait, can someone tell me she sings or not? Let me search this up, actually. Does America? America singer sing. I'm pretty sure she just plays the violin. I think she. Did, I think her main thing is the violin, but like she also sings. Um, sorry, what was I talking about again? Also, like the casting. Also, is that movie ever gonna come out? Cause I heard that like they're making a show or a movie about it, and it never came out. So I was like, is this gonna come out or not? Like, what's going on? Can someone update me on that? Cause I'm so confused. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> But for America Singer, being selected is a nightmare. It means turning her back on her secret love with Aspen, who is the case below her. Leaving her home to end... Also, like, one... So, basically, like, in this case system, um, if you marry, like, below your case, it's, like... No, if the... If the... If the... Um, because... Wait, sorry. Let me, let me... Let me... Let me process what I'm talking about right now. So, if the, like, if... Because in this book, like, I think it's 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 mainly focused on, um, what is it called? Like, men-to-women relationships. I think that's the only thing they show, actually. Um, but, like, when the woman marries uh, below her case, like, to a man, it's, like, deemed, like, like it, it's, not, it, it's not deemed good. Like, it's deemed kind of, like, I don't really know how to explain it, but, like, it's just, it isn't, like, it isn't deemed good, I guess. Anyways, leaving, t- um, it means turning her back on, on her secret love with Aspen. I didn't love the spinoff books of this, the ones with the daughter. I didn't love that. I don't know. I just didn't think they were good. Um, I didn't, like, uh, anyways, let's continue. Um, but for America Singer, being selected is a nightmare. It means turning her back on her secret love with Aspen, who is the case below her. Leaving her home to enter a fierce competition for a crown she doesn't want. Living in a palace that is constantly threatened by violent rebel attacks. Then America means meets Prince Maxon. Gradually, she starts to question all the plans she's made for herself and realizes that she's the life she's always dreamed of may not compare to the future she's never imagined. Um, and this one just like, like, and this was just like your just like average rom-com book, I guess. Um, and it's like a sweet book. I, I did like the book. I thought it was very sweet. Um, and yeah, this is just another like book that's like a comfort book, you know? Okay, so... 
Now, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Okay, so nest. Why am I saying nest? Why am I not speaking about? Okay, last but not least, least, last. Okay, last but not least. I, I maybe I should like wait like super super slowly now, just like process like just to actually be able to talk. I think sometimes like since I'm a I'm not I don't think I'm a fast talker. I think I'm just like like I'm I I, I don't know. I don't think I'm a fast talker, but like. I'm not a slow talker either. I think I'm just like a bit like in the high average, high average, I think like in the high parts of average. And since also like that and the fact that English isn't my first language, like the words just get like tumbled around and it just, sometimes I just stumble over my words and just, just like blah, blah, blah. Anyways, um, so last but not least, I'm going to be talking about my favorite authors. Okay, so my favorite authors so far is, um... The author of Cinderella is Dead, Ka- Kaylin Baron? Baron? I'm not sure if it's Baron or Baron or anything else, um, but she's a very good author. I really liked her books, and um, yeah. Um, I also do like Natalie D. Richards. I only, I, I'm pretty sure I only read like two or one books for her, but I do want to read more books. Bu- uh, yeah, I think I read two books. I don't know, but I do want to read more of her books because I think that like the concept of the book that I read about her was like really good it just I don't think it was well executed so I'm hoping that like I can get a different opinion of her um if like I read more books because I do think the concept is very good I just like like in my opinion it wasn't executed as well as it could be I guess oh also I figured out that that weird word serendipitously or whatever it's called is called accidentally like accidentally I don't know I don't know why they use such a complicated word like they could have just used accidentally guys like come on it's much easier to understand anyways Oh my god, why is this so chaotic? Okay, I also do like Colleen Hoover. It's She's a very good author. I did like the most of the books she read. I think just like after a while, the romantic side just kind of get got on my nerves because I didn't really care about that. I just wanted the actual plot. Okay, so another of my favorite authors is Adam Silvera. Silvera, I'm not sure. Um... I really liked how he put Latin representation because I never see Latin representation like in books like ever so I I did really like that and I just really loved his books I think they were very good um and yeah those are my favorite authors so yeah um if you guys have more authors and books and stuff please let me know because like I really need more books to read Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm sorry, it was a bit all over the place. Um, I do think it was worth not studying instead doing this because, like, come on. Who really needs that good grade? Like, come on. Come on. I love saying this and then literally, like, gonna make an episode about school literally, like, in the next few days. But anyways, um, I hope you enjoyed that. And... I will see you really soon, I think. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get another episode out with, like, either next weekend or, like, in, within the next few days, because I do have a break right now for Carnaval, but I'm just gonna be studying the whole break, so that's gonna be really, really exciting, <laughs> very exciting stuff. But yeah, um, I'm gonna think I'm gonna try to get this out by the 27th. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know if you have other book recommendations or author recommendations or anything, because... Yeah, like, mm, yes. 
um, yeah, let me know what you thought of it. You can write something to my email if you want. Like, you can give me book recommendations or just, like, talk um, and send me an email. It's, it's, wait, what is, what is my email? Let me, let me quickly check. Let me quickly check. Let me really go, quickly go to my Gmail. Um, woman is spelled wrong in my email. Just, just letting you know. But I'm going to personally just say that that's on purpose and I did not forget how to spell woman because that's totally on purpose. That's totally on purpose, guys. I use, also, I'm kind of hating the logo for the podcast. I'm really hating it uh, and I want to change it, but I just don't, can't think of good ideas. So I'm just going to start, just like keep hating it until I find a good idea. But anyways, um, the email is the one woman with an E, not with an A, show at gmail.com. Um, yeah, if you want to send me an email from there, I will get back to you, obviously, because I literally have no one that listens to this podcast. Um, I started a Instagram for this podcast, but I don't really know what I would post there. So it's so far it's on private because I haven't posted anything yet. Um, but once I do start posting stuff there, I'll let you guys know. Um, anyways, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're having a great weekend, a great start of the second part or the first part i don't know wherever you whatever whatever place you're in country i don't know um but yeah i hope you're having a great life i guess okay um not i guess i do hope you're having a great life anyways this is chaotic um bye seren serendip serendipitously seren Seren, okay, 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 Seren, Seren differently, Seren, okay, Ser, Serendipitously, that's not right, what is it?